Matthew chapter 18, verse number 21 says this. Then Peter came to Jesus and he asked him. He said, Lord, how often should I forgive someone who sins against me? Seven times? No, not seven times, Jesus replied, but 70 times seven. I want to talk today about forgiveness. Forgiveness. Whenever I was a kid, my best friend and I, Man, he, he was like my brother, okay? We would, we'd love to hang out together. We'd love to spend time together. He lived in another city, and we would get together. We would go to one another's uh, homes, and, and we would visit with one another uh, for the entire weekend. And often we would spend the entire Christmas vacation together, usually at my house. We did it for probably five, six years in a row. So we get this idea. We're the best of friends. We love to be together. We're in agreement on absolutely everything. So we get this idea. We are going to save our money. Now, we're just kids, okay? We're, I, I, was, I think I was 17 at the time. I think he was 16. We get this idea. We're going to spend the whole summer together, okay? And so what we did was I was working on a job. I'm saving up my money. I'm thinking. I'm planning. And, and we just can't, I can't wait for the school year to get over because we're going to hang out for the entire summer. And we're, we're, we're not just uh, best buddies. We're not like brothers. But, man, we are like we've just got this thing going, okay? And we're just great friends. We Just just a tremendous friendship. And we're going to spend the whole summer together. And so finally summer got around, and, and uh, we uh, said, man, this is going to be amazing. This is going to be a great time. And so it started out back in those days. Camp was in June. We went to camp, and everybody loves camp uh, down there. Same camp the kids are going to now. Uh, I went to whenever I was a kid down there at uh, Steelville, Missouri. And we went down to the camp because who can't have a great time at camp? But uh, what happened was in the middle of camp, we kind of got into a fight. We got into an argument because he was trying to move into my girlfriend, okay? It, it, it happens at camp, okay? I really can't remember who the girl was, okay? But we're into it. We had a big, gigantic blowout in the middle of the of the middle boys' restroom. If you've been on the camp, you know where that's at. We, and, and all these guys are around. It's like, we're going to throw it out. This guy would have beat me up probably. He's my friend, but he, he would have beat me up. But he listened to me rant and rave. We got into it. But it was camp. So, and it was church camp. So we prayed through. And, and then we, after all, we're going to spend the whole summer together. And after camp, we had this firework stand. If you've ever done a firework stand before, we were the sole owners of the, of the fireworks stand. We are spending uh, literally every waking moment from early in the morning to midnight about eight feet from one another. You know, you know what happened? We started getting on each other's nerves. We started irritating one another. We started getting into more fights. We started getting into more disagreements, more arguments, and it just kept mounting and kept mounting, but we learned to put our differences behind us because we're best friends, and we're going to spend the whole summer together. And we made a few hundred dollars, and then we, we're going to get on this road trip we're going to take a road trip. Where, do, where does a couple teenage kids take a road trip? We're going to go to Hot Springs, Arkansas. Okay? And so if you've ever been to Hot Springs, Arkansas, or driven down through, through Arkansas, have we got anyone here from Arkansas? I tell people all the time, I was born in Arkansas, okay? 
we got out of there whenever I was about a year and a half old. But the roads are like, you know, they're like a roller coaster. You know, you don't see a curve sign. In Missouri, we got this little sign that says curve, 30 miles an hour. Down there, they got curve signs like a U, like this, okay? Just like this, and then another one, and another And so I, I was complaining about my, my buddy's driving. I said, he was driving my car. You're going to wreck my car. He said, relax. I know how to drive. He just got his license one month earlier. That's a 16-year-old kid for you. And then we get to Hot Springs, Arkansas. We're driving. You know what he does? He wrecks my car. It's a real nice 66 Chevy Malibu. He, he wrecks, puts a big dent in the side. I said, you just wrecked my car. He said, relax. I'll fix it. I'll take care of it. I've done some body work. He's a 16-year-old kid, okay? What happened to us in our, on our summer of adventure? In our summer of friendship is by the middle of the summer, we were sick and tired of seeing one another. We were fed up. We had it. We said, this thing is over. I went back to my house. He went back to his house. And I think it, was, it, it took a few, few months for us to get over all those disagreements and us to get all over all those fights that we got into. But... After some time, we, 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 we made a reconciliation, and we figured this. It probably wasn't very good for us to spend so much time together, okay? Because when we get together, whether we realize it or not, when we're, we're hanging out together, a lot of times we irritate one another, okay? We get on one another's nerves. We, we have disagreements with one another. We don't always see the same way. We don't always say, have the same ideas. We don't always have the same opinions. And many times when we share our ideas and we share our opinions with other people, that kind of makes us a, a little bit irritated with one another. But in Matthew chapter 18, Peter once again, he wants to prove to Jesus that he is becoming a spiritual giant. Peter wants to prove that he has profound compassion and love and kindness for other people. And Peter asked Jesus, he said this, how many times should I forgive someone else who's done me wrong? Peter said, Jesus, what do you think about seven times? Peter's like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm a very impressive person. I'm going to forgive seven times. Peter's like, Jesus, don't you agree? I'm very merciful. I'm very wise because I would suggest seven times. I want you to think about your own life, okay? We look at this story a lot of times, and we say, man, Peter really had it wrong, okay? But, uh, but so many times, Nick, we look at this story, and we say, of course Jesus would say more than seven times. But I want you to think about your own life, okay? Somebody does us wrong once, we forgive them. They do us wrong twice, we forgive them. They do us wrong three times, we're getting more reluctant. Four times, you're wearing on my, my patience is wearing thin. Five times, six times, forget them. I'll never forgive them again. So that's kind of like Peter's mindset. Jesus, should I forgive them seven times? And Jesus looks at Peter, and Jesus said, no, Peter, not seven times, but 70 times seven. Jesus said, you've got to be willing to forgive other people 490 times. You say, wow, 
You know why? Because forgiveness is God's will. You don't have to pray about, God, should I forgive someone? Okay? Forgiveness is God's will. Let me say this, okay? Now, if someone's doing illegal activity, okay, if someone is a, is a child abuser, okay, uh, a wife abuser, no, we're not going to put up with it. We're not going to look around, look the other way and act like that's not happening. No, people need to be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. But I'm talking about forgiveness in our heart, forgiveness in our life. Forgiveness is the will of God. Forgiveness, the type of forgiveness Jesus is talking about is supernatural forgiveness. It is not of this world. It's the kind of forgiveness that is not humanly possible. It's only possible through Jesus Christ. Because so many times we get frustrated with other people that do us wrong and just get used to it, get over it. Someone will eventually disappoint you. Someone will offend you. Someone will do you wrong. And Jesus is telling us this, forgiveness, you've got to understand that forgiveness is the will of the Father. And we've got to be willing to have that kind of forgiveness in our, in our life. We're not just forgiving other people once or twice or three times or seven times, but forgiving them completely and, and getting it out of our heart and getting, getting it out of, out of my mind. You know, when, when we read this, we often we say, Jesus, you've got to be kidding. You've got to be joking. How in the world is that possible? It's possible when we're a new creature in Christ Jesus. It is possible when Jesus comes into our life and, 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 and we have the love, of, of the, the love of Christ in our life and we begin to see other people like Jesus sees them and forgive other people because we all make mistakes and we all have failures. I want you to look at your own life. Every one of us needs supernatural forgiveness. This is a rhetorical question. You don't have to raise your hand. I'm not asking anyone to stand and respond today, but I have a question for you. How many times have you asked Jesus to forgive you? Once? Twice? Three, no, no. We are continually asking Christ to forgive us. I, listen, I know we're saved by grace, okay? I know he totally wipes the slate clean. But we find ourselves sinning against God. We find ourselves breaking the commandments, and we say, Lord, forgive me. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have thought that. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have looked at that. Lord, forgive me. In your own personal life, what if Jesus said it's seven times and that's it? We'd be completely sunk. If Jesus said, after seven times, I'm going to completely write you off. You see, forgiveness is God's will, and every one of us needs supernatural forgiveness in our life. Point number two, forgiveness will bring God's mercy. Jesus teaches us that as a child of God, our, our own personal mercy and forgiveness should reach supernatural proportions. Because we too need supernatural forgiveness in our life. And we need God's mercy in our life. So many times we've got unforgiveness. And, and your unforgiveness can block hope. Your unforgiveness can block joy in your life. Your unforgiveness 
will, will keep you from sleeping at night. It'll, it'll keep you from having peace in the Lord today. Unforgiveness will block new life and new beginnings in your life. Because Matthew chapter 6, verse 15 says this, listen, if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive your sins. But when we forgive other people, it brings God's mercy. Forgiveness brings God's mercy. Matthew chapter 6, 14 says this, if you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. And in the process, when God forgives you, okay, we're carrying around this burden of sin. We know that we have trespassed against God. We know that we've broken some of the commandments. The devil is trying to heap condemnation upon us upon, our, upon our, our soul and upon our heart and upon our mind. But when we ask the Lord for forgiveness, he restores our joy. He renews our peace. He, re, he renews our, the hope in our life. God opens new possibilities. God creates new beginnings in our life. The devil said, because you messed up, you might be a child of God, but sometimes even as, as God's children, we mess up. We totally do things that contradict the will of God, and we know it. We know that that is displeasing to God, and the devil is coming, heaping condemnation on us, and what we do is we go back to the Lord, and we say, Jesus, you uh, forgive me of what I've done. I need supernatural forgiveness. I need you to open the windows of heaven. Forgiveness will open the windows of heaven with you. And Mark chapter 3, chapter 11, verse 24 says this, I tell you, you can pray for anything, and if you believe that you've reached it, it will be yours. Or believe that you've received it, it will be yours. But when you're praying, first forgive anyone you're holding a grudge against so that your Father in heaven will forgive your sin too. So many times we're seeking God in prayer. And here's what happens when we're praying, okay? The Holy Spirit begins to deal with us about stuff while we're praying, okay? God begins to, God begins to, to, to uh, pierce our heart and remind us about unforgiveness. The, the Lord reminds us about a grudge. And the Holy Spirit says this, you need to go to that person and you need to make reconciliation to them. You need to get rid of the grudge. You need, you need to get rid of the un, unforgiveness because you need to allow the mercy of God to come into your life. You need to have mercy because God has been merciful to you because you have experienced the, the supernatural forgiveness. You need to be willing to forgive other people. And Jesus tells us this, that when we're praying, if we're holding a grudge, we've got to go to that person and we've got to forgive them. And in the process of forgiving them, our Father in heaven will forgive our sins also. Forgiveness will bring God's mercy into your life. The last thing I want to talk about is this. And this is the most important point. You've got to throw out the old record. You've got to throw out the old record. I'll say it again. I'm not talking about overlooking uh, crime, okay? I'm not talking about overlooking abuse and acting like it never happened. I'm not talking about that. We've got to throw out the old record we got to stop keeping score about things that's happened. I know that many of us have been hurt by people in the past, and we're thinking about the person that's hurt us. In fact, 
we're thinking about it so much, the person that has offended us, the person that has injured us, we're thinking about it to the point we cannot get it off our heart, we cannot get it off our mind, and we're continually going back and we're revisiting that time in our life. We've got we to throw the old record out. We've got to forgive that person. <clears throat> I was listening to uh, Christian radio oh, a few weeks ago, and I heard Dr. Charles Stanley said this. I thought it was excellent, and I'll share it with you. He said, so many times someone has injured us, they've offended us, and they've already died. They're no longer around. So how in the world do we forgive them, you know? And Dr. Charles Stanley said this. He said, get a chair, sit down in it, take an empty chair, and that person that's passed away, that has injured you, that's hurt you in the past, sit there and talk to them and tell them, I forgive you. He said, you know what? He said, I had to do that. He had to do that with someone in his own life that had injured him. And he said it didn't necessarily work the first time, but he said I kept going back to that chair sitting and talking to the empty chair and looking and saying, I forgive you. And he said they'll reach a point in your time in life, and I believe this, they'll reach a point in your life where you're able to get up from that chair and, and wipe the record clean. You're able to throw the old record out. The devil wants to continually bring up the past. The disappointments of the past, the injuries of the past, the abuse of the past. And it is God's forgiveness is God's will. Supernatural forgiveness is God's will. And what we've got to do is we've got to throw out the old record. We see this in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, which is the love chapter of the Bible. Especially in verses 4 and 5. When Peter writes, he said, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable. Understand this. It keeps no record of being wronged. You know, we, we just, we're, we love to keep score, okay? We do something for someone and we're keeping a record of it. We're keeping score. We give someone, I talk to people all the time. They say, you know, I loan someone $200 and they never pay me back. And I'm waiting for them to pay me back, okay? And I, I, just, can't, I just can't move past it because I see them. I talk to them. They got a brand new car. They go out to dinner. They go on vacation. They won't pay my money back. You know, I tell them, just forget it. You got to throw the old record out. We got we to gotta get rid of that resentment. We got to stop keeping score with everyone. That's, and, and, and sometimes people even forgot all about it. Whether they forgot about it or not, we got to get rid of that record. We got to throw that record out because our relationships are suffering because of unpaid debts. Our relationships are suffering because of people that sinned against us in the past. And in fact, <coughs> we can't even have any good memories because we're thinking about something that happened a long time ago. we got to wipe the record clean. 
We got to wipe. We got to get rid of the old record. If there's a crime that needs to be prosecuted, let it be prosecuted. But I'm saying this in your heart, in your soul, you can't let that unresolved debt destroy your life. Because forgiveness is God's will. And as we learn to forgive other people, we find this that God's mercy flows on us as we throw out the old record. You see, when Jesus forgave you, when Jesus came into your heart, when you confessed your sins to Jesus, here's what he did. He wiped your heart and soul clean. Now, under the Old Testament law, they sacrificed animals, and the blood of those animals only covered up people's sin. The blood of Jesus completely washes that sin away. And when Jesus saved you, he wiped the record clean. He took your transgressions and cast them into the depths of the sea. That's what the Bible says. He took your sin and cast it as far as the east is from the, the west. And we need to be like Jesus. We need to throw out the, own, the old record. And we need to let forgiveness bring healing into our life because it's so easy to think about the wrong and the abuse that happened so many years ago. We've got to throw the old record out. And that kind of forgiveness is supernatural forgiveness. Jesus said this. Peter said, how many times should I forgive someone, Jesus? Seven times? No. Jesus said, you got to have supernatural forgiveness. How's that possible? Because I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. And I no longer think the way I used to. I don't act the way I used to. And it's possible to have that kind of forgiveness. You say, well, why should I do it? The reason is because we need supernatural forgiveness poured upon us. Admit it to yourself. We need supernatural forgiveness poured out on ourselves, And likewise, we need to be pouring that on everybody else that we meet, forgiving them, no longer keeping the record. Don't let the devil keep you in prison. Don't let the devil keep you locked up in the prison of past abuse or unforgiveness. Stop constantly reliving those days. If that person's past, get the chair, set them down. Say, I forgive you. I forgive you. Because this thing is destroying me, and I'm giving it, I'm giving my burden to, to Jesus. I'm throwing out the old record. I'm going to close with this story. Many years ago, someone injured me, and uh, I kept a record of it for a long time. I couldn't get it off my mind. In fact, the older I got, the more angry I become about the old record, about the thing that someone had done for me, done to me. And I got, I even sat down with this person one time and I told them to their face. I said, all I ever wanted, I said, you know what you did? And I said, all I ever wanted was an apology from you. And that person looked at me and said, I don't owe you an apology. And they were a Christian. They said, I don't owe you an apology because I asked Jesus to forgive me, and he wiped my record clean. Now, that really messed me up, okay? 
that really messed, my, messed up my thing. It was like, man, you know, Jesus did forgive him. I look back now, years later, and I think about that conversation. It only frustrated me. But years later, when I think back to that day that I told that person all I ever wanted was you to apologize to me, when I think about that, a better response would have been, you know what happened. You know what you did. Here's the response. I forgive you. Not I need an apology. I'm just forgiving you. Whether you ever ask for an apology or not, I am forgiving you. I'm being released of that old debt. I'm I'm releasing you of that old debt. I'm I'm releasing you of that old record. Jennifer, I'm throwing the record out. I'm getting rid of the record because that record just been messing me up. I'm getting rid of it today. I'm giving it to you. I will tell you this morning as I close that forgiveness is God's will and forgiveness is of God. And it's not just forgiving someone. I did it once. I did it twice. I did it three times, seven times. Forgetting, I'm writing you off. No, forgiveness, this, this type of supernatural that Jesus, type of forgiveness that Jesus is talking about is supernatural forgiveness. It's not of the world. The world can't understand it. The world is puzzled by it. It's blowing the world away. They'll never understand it. But supernatural forgiveness is possible because Jesus gave it all on the cross. And he gives us that kind of forgiveness. And therefore, we should pour that on other people. Forgiveness will bring God's mercy into your life. If, if you're praying and you're asking the Lord to forgive you of your sin and the Holy Spirit reminds you of a grudge that you're holding against someone else, You've got to forgive that person. Otherwise, you can't be forgiven. I didn't say it. God said it. The Word of God says it. And we got to go to that today. Throw out the old record. Throw out the old record. That is God's will. We're only human. We all make mistakes. We constantly do stuff. You know, I, I know that I irritate my wife to no end. I, I know that I do. She's a wonderful person. She never does anything that irritates me, and I just it's all one-sided. <laughs> we all make mistakes. We all sin. We all fall short of glory of God. We all need forgiveness. And so let's give it to other people because forgiveness is God's will. And forgiveness, if you'll forgive other people, it'll bring God's mercy into your life. If you'll forgive other people, I believe, I believe it'll bring God's favor into your life. Throwing out the old record, that is God's will. Let, let's close with this prayer. We're going to sing a song in a moment. We're going to have a time. If, if you need prayer, we'll do that. But let's close this service today and this live stream with this prayer this morning. Dear Lord, we're just so thankful today. Jesus, that you love us so much. God, Lord, you have so much, so much grace and so much mercy that you bestow upon us that while we were sinners, that you loved us. God, that while we were sinners, you gave your, your son to die upon the cross for our sin and that you are willing to, to give us a supernatural forgiveness that the world can't understand. It's not of the world but it is only by you and by Christ's sacrifice on the cross 
by his resurrection. Help us, I pray, God, to not justify holding the record, to not justify our grudge, but, Lord, let us be people that know how to forgive. Let us be men and women that are merciful. Let us be good and kind and compassionate to others because, God, you have been good and kind and merciful and forgiving toward us. And let us learn to have that supernatural forgiveness and throw the old record out. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, let's stand today. Let's sing a song. And as we do, I want you to press in. And I want to let